The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And you know, thanks again for tuning into our AI Today podcast. We are in the midst of our glossary series, and we are about to, we're, we're embarking on a bunch of terms that are related on machine learning. So stay tuned, stay subscribed as we sort of dig deeper into all the main terms to understand around machine learning. If you're listening to this out of order, you should know we have podcasts and that are focused on glossary entries on machine learning. So you should listen to them all. Um, but the idea of this is that there are many people who either don't understand or misunderstand uh, various really important terms around artificial intelligence, machine learning, and big data. We put together this big glossary that's on our site that defines these terms. But sometimes it's helpful to hear about it, mainly because sometimes reading things, it's hard to comprehend, especially when you see so many terms. So we decided let's record a podcast series that goes over each of these terms, sometimes a few related terms together in a single podcast and really explains what they are. Of course, understanding what the terms are and how to actually put them into practice, especially do them the right way, completely different things. We understand that. That's why we have our uh, CPMAI, which is our Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology and training, which not only provides fundamental understanding of a lot of these concepts, but really knows, tells you how to put them into practice in a successful way, following a methodology that has worked successfully at many large organizations. So stay tuned. We have a free course that you can uh, participate and attend and learn more about CPMAI and hopefully be one of our thousands of CPMAI certified folks and the great community we're building there. Exactly. So as Ron mentioned, we put together a very comprehensive AI glossary, and we will link to that in the show notes so that you can use it as a reference point in case you ever want to look up, you know, different terms in, in, in our glossary. But we wanted to spend some time on a podcast series going over these terms just at a high level so that you can understand some of these basic and key AI machine learning and big data terms at a high level. And so on today's AI uh, glossary series podcast, we're going to be going over the terms heuristic and brute force search. And I think this is a good place to start really as a foundation for machine learning, because these are two terms that really aren't machine learning specific, but help you understand why this idea of machine learning is so important and also gets us into thinking about, well, thinking. Because <laughs> that's what machine learning is. We need to think about how do we think, right? So the, the term heuristic, it, it's one of those terms that like seems overly complicated, but really refers to a very simple idea. The heuristic is just the general strategy or tool or technique that you use to solve a problem. Especially it applies to things where you need to make a quick decision when you only have either a limited information and you don't want to literally try everything. So you can think of it as like, let's say you go and you're in a diner. Diner has a huge menu, right? You need to pick a, you need to pick some, some food out of it. Well, you could think the heuristics, right? You'd be like, maybe I'll just get what I got last time. That's a quick approach that could work, especially if you like it. But let's just say you're like, uh, you want to try something new. Well, the next person would be like, was it breakfast? <laughs> maybe I won't look at the whole menu. Maybe you will. Maybe, you know, that's the great thing about diners because they will serve the whole menu the whole day. So, so they, don't, they don't make your life easier by making that menu smaller. No, no, no. 
they will they will sell you pancakes at 11 p.m. and they will sell you uh, hamburgers at 8 a.m. And it's up to you to decide what you want to eat. So anyway, think of the heuristic as like what approach do you use? Now you might think, okay, menu problem that's easy, but how much much bigger ones? Like what are, what if you have a problems like trying to figure out um, what what classes to recommend, uh, figuring out uh, what movies to recommend, figuring out uh, what you know what what price should I deny your loan? Right. What we have done is we've built these heuristics for ourselves. And the problem with heuristics is that they're often seen as simplistic, quick and dirty, maybe based on the past, but the future is not always based on the past, right? So we need better approach. Well, you can think of the heuristic as a general approach. There's nothing wrong with the heuristic, but we're trying to find uh, better ways to do things where the heuristic is our alternative. So heuristic approaches are good ways of comparing. So you can come, you can use a heuristic and say, well, I have another approach. We could say, how does it compare with our non-intelligent approach? And we have a great example of this. We were at a, an event, Amazon hosted their reInvent uh, event, very, very, very big event. And they were talking about their movie recommender system. And they used to say, well, the heuristic, the general approach was just recommending the top 10 movies because if this is what people generally wanted, if I recommend what people generally wanted, you probably might want it too. And they tried to build all of these artificial intelligence systems, and none of them could outperform the heuristic of just recommending the top 10. People would not click on those movies that the system was recommending until they finally found a way and they talked about how great they were. They found a way. But this the, the heuristic provided that alternative. So this is why it's so important to machine learning, because our brains are amazing machines. And they have figured, I shouldn't call our brains machines. Our brains are amazing things. And they have, the brain has figured out some quick way of making a decision. We have no idea how your brain has figured it out, but it has figured it out. So we need machines to get, be as good as the brain to be able to do that. Exactly. So another term that we wanted to go over is brute force search. So you can think about this, you know, it really, it's, involves generating a list of all possible options that you can have for a solution and then testing the validity of every single option using a trial and error approach. So this can be, you know, very extensive and exhaustive and it's obviously for that reason not a quick option, but it rather serves as, you know, this alternative so that you can, you know, really test every single option. So if you're thinking about at a diner, you don't know what to get. Well, you could you could do, you know, what you've done before, or you could go, I'm just going to order every single thing and try it. <laughs> uh, you might get a little full before you're done, but that is another option that you can do. So if you think about that, you're like, yeah, that's not going to be a fast approach, right? All the food's going to have to come out. I'm going to have to eat it, at least taste all of it. So that's how you can think about these as sort of, you know, the what's the difference between the two of them. So, you know, when you think about this, sometimes that brute force option just isn't going to work, especially as we're doing this for more technical problems, for different types and classes of problems where, you know, thinking about detecting objects in an image, if you're playing complicated games, you're just not going to have time to run through literally every single scenario uh, and be able to test that out. That's why this option doesn't always work, but it is an option. And so we want to present that, you know, depending on if you have time sensitive information and data and, you know, need time sensitive outcomes, then probably the this brute force option is not going to be the best solution for that. 
Yeah. Even more specifically, there are some problems where you can't use a brute force. So this was the issue with chess uh, in the early days of artificial intelligence. With checkers, we could literally try, which was one of the first games that we had tried to solve where machines were playing against humans. We could look at every possibility and say, okay, if you move this piece, then I can go check the board. Because checkers, you can only go certain directions and there's only one kind of piece the the checkers piece right <laughs> so but the problem is with chess that we couldn't use a brute force approach we couldn't literally try every single solution there just wasn't enough computing time there wasn't enough computing power and then also we had all these issues of was is it really the best move we couldn't combine all those sorts of moves so we needed a more sophisticated way that wasn't literally trying everything right and there's some other problems where we couldn't brute force our way to any of it if i said wreck it find the cat in this image you can't, there's, there's no way of exhaustively trying everything. It, that's literally impossible. Or like when you have a conversation, which is I'm trying to figure out what you're saying. I can't literally try every word and every language and every order to basically figure it out. It doesn't work. And the other sort of, I think, intuition is that our brain doesn't work that way. Like as, as Kathleen was mentioning, you know, if you're walking into a diner, you, you don't exhaustively look at every single item in the menu and you exhaust, even if you don't order it, you don't say, do I want this today? No. Do I want this today? No. Do I, that would be, if you actually did that in a diner, uh, someone they just look at you like you're crazy. So clearly, even in those situations, it doesn't work. So this is what is the lead up to machine learning. It's like we need to find a better way for machines to make decisions and solve these computationally uh, difficult and cognitive problems that are just not just brute force alternatives because we don't really know how the mind is working. And this is sort of a, a good sort of lead in to understanding machine learning. Exactly. So again, on our glossary series, we really just want to cover these terms at a high level. Uh, let you know our listeners uh, get a better understanding of how these terms relate to each other and how they fall into the general AI, machine learning, and big data terms as well. Uh, it's one thing to understand these terms at a high level, but then, of course, knowing how to apply it is something totally different. And that's really where CPMAI training and certification comes into play. We are advocates of doing AI right and following best practices and methodologies, making sure that you're not making mistakes that others have made, because why do you need to do that? So that's, you know, if you're interested in learning more, we encourage you to sign up for CPMAI. For our listeners, we have a free intro to CPMAI course. You can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI so that you can um, you know, sign up for our free intro course and learn more about what it's all about. But if you'd like to get certified, um, as many of our AI Today podcast listeners have, then we encourage you to go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI, where you can sign up for our training and certification. We'd love to add you to our very large and growing list of CPMAI certified folks from around the globe. Um, so definitely make sure to sign up if you're interested in that. And as we mentioned, we are going to have many podcasts in our AI glossary series. So if you have not done so already, subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of them. And make sure to rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. We really do love hearing from our listeners, uh, hearing your feedback on podcasts and topics that you've liked. So with that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you at the next episode. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter, and more please visit our website at Cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. 
Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyrighted by Cognolytica, all rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.